0: Hello, everyone. What are you, what are you about? I literally said nothing. I'm laughing about is that your
1: happy face?
0: Is that what?
1: Is that your happy face? That's my happy face.
0: <laughs> what was so funny about my happy face? I don't know. Well, the real question is are we going to keep this? this the I think we should keep it. I feel like we should. Well, on that note, we're going to actually start then. Welcome. Thank you for joining us at the Faith Focus Weekly Discipleship Podcast. I'm Kevin Ragnus. This is my friend Davey Neubauer. I'm the Discipleship Director. He's the and, Director. And
1: after our first podcast, you let me come back, so thank I you. I did,
0: yeah. Well, you volunteered to come back, so <laughs> thank you for that. Um, if you can tell, if you can't tell, we know each other pretty well. We've had school, we were in school together for too long. <laughs> Not too long because it was too much time with each other, but just too long because it was just too long to be in school.
1: It was a long time to be in school.
0: Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining us. Um, If you are uh, new to the podcast, we would just encourage you to subscribe, whether it's on YouTube or any of the major podcasting platforms, to make sure that you never miss an episode. So thank you for joining us today, whether you're watching or listening and uh merry christmas cuz we're in the christmas yeah. advent season so we are. that's kind of what we're here talking about so last week i um was just kind of talking about how sometimes at christmas time we just listen to this music or sing it or whatever and don't actually really sit down and process what these words to these songs mean so i was like let's do that cuz you know music is actually an important part of discipleship cuz Music is just an important part of our lives, and big part. Yeah, yeah I mean, whether we're you know musicians or not, um, most of us probably have some connection to music. Um, and it's just a, you know music is just a great way of helping us express so many different things. Um, so last week I talked about Oh Holy Night and why that is the best Christmas song ever. <laughs> and if you were at the uh, carol sing at the meatball dinner this past week, you heard me screaming out, Oh Holy Night! We're singing it now! <laughs> and Whoa, don't scare and the existing, people. Well, that's, we're past that. <laughs> <laughs> we passed the point of me scaring people a long time ago. Um, but yeah, I was just like, Oh Holy Night, we're doing that one first. So, <laughs>
1: So 30 second recap, why is it the best song at Christmas song ever?
0: Um, beautiful lyrics, um, beautiful message, um, and it's set to such a wonderful tune musically. Um, And it's it's a difficult song to sing depending on what key it's in, Um, but it's just got such epic renditions of it and I don't know, it's just, it's always just resonated for me, so. That's why, but if you really want to know, Davey you should really watch the episode that I did last week. So I, I meant to watch. <laughs>
1: I actually meant to watch it on my drive didn't watch it. down, and instead I did my going to devo- watch it
0: while driving. Davey
1: devotional. I have a podcast app, audio only.
0: Okay, audio only. So and listen. I subscribe. Listen. Yeah. Not watch. Listen. Yeah. It's fine if you want to listen to something, but yeah. I don't. Don't watch things while you're driving. Watch the road.
1: What, what is it called when you mean to say listen, but you say watch? That's like a... Is that a Freudian slip, technically?
0: No, I think Freudian slip is more like accidental sexual innuendo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I think it's just a mistake. <laughs> I thought there was a
1: term. I don't know. It
0: might, I mean, it might be Freudian slip, but I feel like Freud <coughs> talked about so much of that, like... Oh, yeah, Underneath he did. is all this, like, yeah. weird... Yeah, he did. We don't need to go there. I do have the same birthday as Freud, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: I like that that we're having just a bunch of random banter
0: (laughs) Yes, so if you were wondering I had the same birthday as uh, Sigmund Freud and George Clooney and uh, Let's not go there So anyway, Christmas music It's Christmas time Um, So I put out kind of an email to the staff To say, would anybody like to join me And talk about their Christmas song Or their favorite Christmas song And so Davey said that he would love to jump on And share his favorite song So, what is it?
1: I feel like you'll probably have a little bit of commonality with me, but I feel like we have to do just a little backstory. Sure. Um, so, right out of college, my first job, or not right out of college, right after high school, my first job was retail, uh, working for Reebok. Mm. I worked for them for nearly 14 years. And uh, because of that, I and became. Now
0: you wear Brooks shoes. So, is that a statement of your gun with Reebok? Not really. I, okay. <laughs> I, I just bought a pair
1: of Reeboks, but. Yeah. Um, but because of that, especially the classic and not necessarily um, church songs, but especially the classic Christmas songs, mm-hmm. I'm very Scrooges. Yeah, with I hate them. I've heard them l- literally three thousand times. I was
0: only in retail for about three years, and I feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, like here
0: comes Santa Claus, and some of those. And yeah,
1: I'm just like, Jingle Bells is yeah. not not a good one. Anyways. So that's where i'm coming from um i very much like just when i'm not listening to worship music very much like rock and roll music loud fast kind of music so this is a band that that's comes weird. from I that
0: made you for a big celine dion fan oh did you <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> actually i really like the celine dion um song from beauty and the beast Oh, yeah. At the end, in the credits, and I hate myself for liking that song. But I really like it. It's a classic, though. It is a really good song. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sidetrack, again. (laughs) That one's my fault. (laughs) Um, What I was saying. So, that's where I'm coming from. Um, This is a song from a band. That was one of my favorite bands growing up. And just the lyrics, I think, just... um, It's kind of a play on... uh, a class we we're kind of listening to it before another song talking about perspective of Jesus did you know that mm-hmm. you would um be the one to save us kind so of it's not a song s- Mary did you know yep. but
0: this song is to Jesus
1: yep and so it's kind of a play on that but um it's just a different I think it stands out to me cause lyrically it's just a different kind of song lyrically mm-hmm. um and it's piano driven and I, I've always just liked it um I think it's one of the songs every year that I listen to, Christmas-wise,
0: yeah. every year. So. so, And what is the song?
1: So the song is, <clears throat> for our audience probably, <laughs> no one is familiar, but the band is Reliant K, and the song is I Celebrate the Day. Mm-hmm. So it's talking about the perspective of baby Jesus. Is Does he know? I always look at it as in, in the nativity scene. But does he know from, like, day one mm-hmm. that he's going to save all of humanity? Yeah. Um, now, we th- if we think about um, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit were always in existence mm-hmm. before mankind, of course he knows. But then at the same time, for him to be fully God and fully man, the fully man part, the you don't really know. You're still learning. Mm -hmm. You're not being able to, like, even see very well. I mean, we're talking about, like, the first moments or maybe even the first couple months Mm -hmm. of Jesus' existence in human form.
0: Yeah. It's definitely a lot to think about. So um, I'm going to read through the lyrics here, and Davey's just going to stop me here and there um, where there's something that's really meaningful to him about the song. Um, I'm also going to include a link to the song on YouTube in the uh, episode notes that you can listen to it for yourself as well, Um, and I encourage that. And uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of you may not have heard of Reliant K, um, but they were kind of like a punk rock Christian band that were kind of big when we were growing up. Yeah, definitely. Which, that was a long time ago. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So here are the lyrics to uh, the song called I Celebrate the Day by Reliant K. And with this Christmas wish is missed, the point I could convey, if only I could find the words to say to let you know how much you've touched my life, because here is where you're finding me in the exact same place as new year New Year's Eve now you
1: Kevin know? we were we were yeah, talking we were about talking this about before that, like, what what do you think I don't know? Well, so let's read it one more time I yeah think.
0: so but here is where you're finding me in the exact same place as New Year's Eve and I read that as um, or heard that whatever um, as kind of that moment on New Year's Eve when you're kind of reflecting on okay, what do I want to change what do I want to start over in the new year what good habits do I want to create and those kinds of things so kind of just that place of reflection of like, what am I going to do to change to be the person I want to be? Mm-hmm. What did you think about that?
1: When I first was re-listening to it in the last couple of days, I thought maybe he is in, um, at church and just reflecting about I'm in the same place that I always am in every mm-hmm. Christmas, every New Year's Eve. And then I'm thinking I'm not really in church on New Year's Eve, yeah, New Year's definitely. Day most every year, but, um, I don't know, but I think it is a reflection and a big theme. Um, I think the previous line is the whole idea about I'm very thankful, but I don't know. I mean, this gift that you give me is so grandiose. Mm -hmm. How am I supposed to say thank you? Right. (laughs) Um, A friend of mine that uh, both him and I in California were interns at a church, just kind of cutting our teeth at the same time and he's since, uh, moved to Idaho, but he shared on, um, he's been a really great mentor of his, and I don't know a lot of the details, but spiritual mentor of his, um, just passed away yesterday Mm -hmm. from cancer, from a kind of a long battle of cancer, and, um, he was trying to articulate, like, how much this person meant to him and his family and his kids, and, just very influential and i i just was trying to share something nice and kind other than just basic stuff and i was thinking to myself like true like really um influential spiritual mentors if they are doing a good job they're gonna give more than you can ever repay them Mm -hmm. yeah i think the i think of a couple mentors in my life i could never repay them yeah the amount that they've taught me and shown me and invested in me and i think it's not on the same scale but it's kind of a similar thought here in this song about you giving me such a huge gift of dying for me on the cross how could i how could i write some words in a journal or write a song that would show you how much i appreciate what you've done for me
0: yeah well even john the gospel writer says that at the very end of the book of john he's like and even if like, these are, he, he basically ends the book with these are just some of the things we could have written, but if you just kept writing everything he did, you'd run out of paper in the yeah. world. Like, there wouldn't be enough room in yeah. the world for all the books to be written about that.
1: Yeah, so. that's true. I forget about that kind of anecdote at the end of his gospel. So yeah. That's good.
0: But I'm going to reread that line because then it kind of leads into the next one. Because here is where you're finding me in the exact same place as New Year's Eve and from a lack of my persistency, we're less than half as close as I want to be. That line hit me. Sure. Did, did it hit you or?
1: Well, knowing knowing this writer as much as I do and knowing all his songs, that's a theme that he comes mm-hmm. up with. Like he wants to be consistent and persistent and driven for certain goals. And then he, he finds himself falling back yeah. into his old habits.
0: Yeah. And I've often felt that, too, of just, like, feeling that I, I, I've I've had a lot of spiritual insecurity in my life. Um, I've worked through a lot of it, but there have just been a lot of times where I'm just like, oh, because I'm being tempted, I'm not as close as, to God mm-hmm. as I should be. Yeah. Um, you know, if I prayed more, then I wouldn't be struggling with this. Or, if you know, if I was close enough to God, I wouldn't have these problems. Mm-hmm. Um and so that, just, that was a lie that I bought into for a long time, but that line expresses it really well. Yeah. We're less than half as close as I want to be. It also reminds me of a line from Lord of the Rings when Bilal is, is saying goodbye to people, but I'm not gonna do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I just, that line really resonated with me. Yeah. Um, so in the chorus uh, goes like this. And the first time that you open your eyes, did you realize that you would be my savior? And the first breath that left your lips did you know that it would change this world forever? So that's where I was really getting the Mary, did you know vibes? Like Mary, did you know? (laughs) Yeah. Which Mary did know the angel did tell her you will bear a savior. So like, yes, Mary, (laughs) that's the answer to that song. Um, Although she may not have known details to be fair. So anyway, um then the song continues and so this christmas i'll compare the things i felt in prior years to what m- made this midnight so clear that you have come to meet me here that was just kind of an interesting point part two of just kind of because i mean yeah that's kind of that new year's idea of like just kind of reflecting back on things um mm-hmm. and kind of just repeating some of those things and then the song continues to say uh continues to say To look back and think that this baby would one day save me and the hope that what you did that you were born so i might live to look back and think this baby would one day save me and that's we forget about that like jesus was born a baby like Mm -hmm. completely useless for a long time (laughs) (laughs) which sounds terrible to say but like jesus was human like yeah, Babies can't do anything. They're cute. They're cuddly.
1: I don't know if I ever shared this with you, but I think it will bring home the point. But we got to travel a little bit. So in college, my um, my um, undergrad's in creative writing, so I took a lot of poetry classes. And mm-hmm. one of the prose poetry, which for those that don't know, prose is basically just paragraph form poetry. Narrative writing. Yep. And- And I just, I don't know where this came from, but I just had in my brain, you know, it'd be really cool if Jesus was saying, I don't know if his ministry was starting yet, but in my, in the picture of my head is Jesus is at least mid twenties, maybe 30 and he's a carpenter. So he's going to decide, he decides he's going to pull a prank on one of his really good friends and make a chair and (laughs) make a chair that uh, is going to be faulty right Mm -hmm. when the person sits on it and then just laughs at them (laughs) but just that picture of Jesus his humanity and like pulling a prank or joke on somebody um, I just really love that idea about some of the earlier I won't name names but some of the earlier depiction of Jesus in films was just like The stoic white guy that never, never had any personality of any kind.
0: Well, it's like if people gave up everything to just spend time with him and follow him. Yeah,
1: he had to be so charismatic.
0: Yeah, he couldn't have been boring and serious all the time. Like, he was probably a funny guy to some extent.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, really.
0: Um, Like, I think the story where he's, like, drying in the dirt is hilarious okay like i mean it's not because there's this woman there who's you know been caught in the act of adultery and she's about to possibly be stoned to death but like the pharisees are like about to like lay this big whammy of like "Ooh, what are you gonna do now and jesus is like i'm gonna draw in the dirt (laughs) like what yeah and everybody's just watching him like this is who is this guy and one
1: of the greatest mysteries and people try to rack their brain about what did he write I have and it's a not really about the. That's not really the point of the story. Well, but... I,
0: I, you know, yeah, we don't know what he wrote, but I have a theory that when Leonardo da Vinci painted the Mona Lisa, that was Leonardo da Vinci's interpretation of what Jesus was doing in the dirt.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: <laughs> You're not impressed. <laughs> Dave's like, "That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard."
1: <laughs> hey, maybe he had a vision from an angel. Maybe.
0: I don't know. But yeah, Jesus was human. And so like to look back and think that this baby would save me, that kind of sounds insane. Like um, this is kind of a preview, but on Christmas day, I, I'm getting to talk about the shepherds um, and how they, you know, as soon as they heard from the angels that a savior had been born, they rushed to go there. They rushed to go meet a baby and they were excited about this baby. Hmm. It's like, They've got a long time before that baby's gonna be able to do anything. like, yeah, that's just so interesting to think through. like what did Jesus do for all those years? He was just a person living his life, working, buying food and whatever,
1: learning his trade that his dad taught him. Mm-hmm. just normal stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a lot it's a lot to think about. And then so then the last couple lines of the song were some of your favorites, and so they say, and I, I celebrate the day that you were born to die so one, uh, so I could one day pray for you to save my life. And what do those words make you think? What stood out to you about them?
1: Gosh, there's so many things. So I'm thinking about growing up in the church and um, I don't remember the exact moment or anything, but remembering a conversation at home with my parents after a VBS and it clicking for me and it's like I want to f- wanna follow Jesus and get baptized I was probably 9 or 10
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then just the moment of me getting baptized um, so that's I mean that story whatever your story is that is your story you can't change it mm-hmm. and it's the most impactful thing that you could ever do and then follow through that to where I'm at now and um, my calling to reach uh, middle schoolers and help uh, volunteers and leaders just develop into good uh, discipleship makers to disciple the next generation, um, it's, it's literally all about that. It's about um, getting, getting kids to the space where they understand mm-hmm. how the gospel can really impact their lives and open up their lives and... Um I think one of the things I've been listening to interesting like a very much uh punk like a skate punk band to those that don't know what skate punk is it's really fast and loud kind of music but the lead singer is has his doctorate in theology and teaches right. and teaches theology to high school students um <clears throat> but
0: those are two very separate careers <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
1: Um. And I, I, I'm sorry, but I lost my thought. This happens to me sometimes. <laughs> I'll get back to it if I remember what we were talking about.
0: Is this punk rock singer? I I can't remember where you're at either. <laughs> this is what happens when you get older. <laughs>
1: well, I I think it's
0: uh. Discipling the younger generation. I think it's
1: a symptom of my meds sometimes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so he wrote a song about someone falling away from the church Mm -hmm. and the point of the song was now I don't have to follow um, the like dogma or the fundamentalist movement of Christianity now I'm free and my world has just like opened up and I can see in color Mm -hmm. Uh, but in actuality that's what we're I think fighting against in this new generation but in reality there's a whole life that people aren't realizing that they can have and a lot of freedom they can have by following Christ. But they think it's a fundamental when they, I think when this generation thinks about church and Christianity, they think about a very fundamentalist, like very rigid
0: Legalist and, legalistic
1: legalistic yeah. way to live. Yeah. Um, and that's not what that's really not what God's called us called us to live. Yeah. The life that He's chosen if we choose to follow him, that's not, that's not the life that it is. It's very freeing. It's very liberating. Um, it's just misconception. That's what I was wanting to say. It's a misconception of the current generation that we're in. It's yeah. that church. It's all about legalism and rules and mm-hmm. you can't have a fulfilling life and you can't have, there's all these rules yeah. in place. Like you're, you're walking in shackles. It's, we can't see the picture that's on Cabin's wall, but there's a guy in shackles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, any other final thoughts on this song before we get going?
1: No, I can't think of any. Just a good song.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks for bringing it to my attention, and.
1: How many? How many more weeks do we have on this exciting uh, series? So we have what, one more.
0: Uh, what? Two more okay well i'm gonna do one it'll technically be after christmas in between christmas and new years but so yeah
1: what are the other songs do you know yet
0: we'll find out oh <laughs> teaser yep so much more to come so, <laughs> um yeah but thank you for listening and thank you for for watching and um if you have ideas on anything you would like to see from this podcast let me know my uh email address is in the uh the description section of the episode um, so yeah, just let me know what you want us to cover and we'll hopefully get to it. So And for those
1: that may be listening before Christmas, I'm preaching on the first. Yes. So if you're in town, come to church.
0: Yes. That'll be January first, yep. New Year's Day, Sunday, and what better ten thirty AM.
1: And bet what better th- thing to preach from on the first of the year than Lamentations?
0: Mm-hmm. The only thing I can think of that would be better would be the skin diseases. (laughs) That's what I like to start my year off with. Just a reminder of like, "Mm, what's contagious? (laughs) (laughs) But in all seriousness, if you're
1: going to be here on the first, I would appreciate you coming and hearing. It's going to be, it's going to be a, the title of it to give you a tease is how to find hope in hopelessness. Nice. So
0: So now you've gotten teasers for what's to come in this podcast for my sermon on christmas day and your sermon on new year's day yeah so yeah two weeks in a row you can come listen to us again so (laughs) everybody's like let's do that for
1: everyone that has watched thank you for watching and go check out the song
0: yeah that's all we have for today thanks for listening and merry christmas merry christmas ho ho ho